You know there's a way for nurses to start a business, but there's so many moving pieces. Cut to the crap. It's time to go right to the source and get real about what's working in business and marketing for nurses with your host, the founder of Nursepreneurs, Katie Harris. Hi, it's Katie, and this is another episode of the Nursepreneur Podcast. Today I have with me Sharon Holland-Gelfand, and she is a clinical nutritionist, author, speaker, and lifestyle expert. I love that. (laughs) She empowers women and men to get to the root of health issues so that they can live their best life. Now, Sharon, you used to be a commercial banker, and you were living the life that we all are taught to ex- to aspire to. You have mm-hmm. a husband, the family, kids, a nice income. So how in the world did you end up as a clinical nutritionist? <laughs> <laughs> Give us some background here. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, it's funny because, honestly, 20 years ago, if anybody would have ever said anything about food and nutrition, I would have laughed in their face <laughs> and been like, yeah, no, not me. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, was, uh, I was. I was trained. Uh, trained, I shouldn't say that, but I was taught to you know, just live this linear path and you get a job and make sure that you save money and be independent and uh, that I was good with numbers. So it was just, okay, well, good with numbers, going to banking. I hated it, but (laughs) I did it anyway. And uh, about 10 years ago, one of my kids was diagnosed with Crohn's and I didn't even know that it was an autoimmune disease. I had no idea what it was. I knew nothing. All I knew was that my son's face turned white. His eyes looked like he, they were going to like pop out of his head because he heard disease and he thought he was going to die. And I just had to do something. But I didn't know what to do. I didn't know where to start. And I did what everybody else did. You know, I asked Dr. Google. <laughs> it was like, you know, click here, click there. Five hours later, I'm so confused. I, I just don't know what to read, what to believe, who to listen to. And my sister, interestingly, is an OBGYN. And I just looked at her one day. I'm like, I've got to go to grad school. I need to get a degree. I need to understand what's happening. And then at the same time that I was saying it, I was like, wait a second, did I just say that? (laughs) I hated science. I'm like, what? But um, I really was looking for an answer to help my son. And as I started to take classes and understand you know, start understanding the physiology and the role that our gut plays in our health, I needed to know more and do more. And I also became certified as a functional nutritionist. But through the whole process, interestingly, as I helped my son, I didn't realize I had so many health issues. Because, you know, we're busy taking care of everybody else. We're busy working. We're busy doing. And we don't pay attention to ourselves. We, if we think, if we take care of ourselves, then we think we're being selfish. All right, Sharon, right? let me, let me ask you a crazy question. Why didn't you just take your son to the, a provider? Like a, I did. You went off and got a graduate degree. That's awesome. I know. <laughs> I know. Right, tell, me, tell me about the experience in the healthcare system. Like what did you encounter? Oh, wow. So I went to um, the internist at the time and, uh, you know, even back then the idea of uh, holistic food, nutrition, it really wasn't anywhere in my scope of thinking. So the internist said, okay, put him on medication, 
and you know he'll feel better. He'll start feeling better. And I said, well, what about you're telling me it's all in the gut? Should I change his diet? Is there anything I should do? And she said, don't worry about the medicine. I'll take care of it. So that was the first like little bit of a hmm. Yeah, it didn't sit well. (laughs) It didn't sit well, exactly. And interestingly, within a week, my son was getting worse. And he was crying to me, mommy, it's the medicine. And I'm on the phone with the doctor and the doctor is saying, no, it's the disease. And I'm thinking, oh my God, what what do I do? And thankfully, I listened to my gut, no pun intended. (laughs) And thankfully, I listened to my son because he was right. It was the medicine. And so that was the second little, hmm, something's not right here. And that's actually, that was really the turning point of my son knew his body. He was 12. He knew his body. He was trying to tell me. And thankfully I listened. And that was the turning point of, okay, I can't, I didn't know. And I didn't know who else to turn to. I didn't know what a holistic anything was. I didn't, you know, so really that my answer was, go get a degree, go figure it out yourself. Yeah. And you know, what's interesting about that, because we are not taught, even as nurses, we are not taught to respect kind of that holistic approach. Like we are trained in a holistic approach and yet, uh, you know, to integrate um, different ideas into medicine yeah. is very difficult. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's really just kind of shunned. And it, it wasn't until I actually went into business that I started discovering some of this stuff. And one of the things that really attracts me to your website are the, are the things that you say, the experience that you have, your experience with the healthcare system and just having that like, mm, you know, I hear what yeah. you're saying, but it's not it's not working for me or my son. Right, right. Yeah, and, and I also, and I spoke to my sister about it. So, you know, is there anybody else I could go to? Like, what should I do? And she didn't know because she focused in her specialty. And I really was at a loss. And also, I did have friends who had gone to um, the Institute of Integrative Nutrition. So I was starting to learn about that. And they, were, they gave me all of their coursework. And they're like, here, learn everything. And that's, again, feed, it was start to feed into, I need to know more. I need to understand deeper and more thoroughly. And um, thank God. <laughs> so what did you discover like in your nutrition classes? Like what actually worked for your son? So, you know, part of what worked is what a lot of people do, you know, looking at the foods that we're eating, of course, and paying attention to what we should stay away from and listening to that. So in a, in a holistic sense, it was doing that. And learning about all, because I, I took more, I went to the New York Chiropractic College, so it was more of a holistic nutrition, um, master's in nutrition. So it was about lifestyle. And my son is a type A personality. So it was how to manage that on top of everything. But then because it's a lot of clinical work, it was, okay, understanding the different pathways and what kind of supplement support can I bring in to help heal the gut and really heal the mucosal lining and heal the leaky gut, the the membranes that were falling apart basically inside of his um, intestines. And so being able to put all those pieces together and understand which supplements, which nutrients were right for him was just amazing. That to me was, uh, and then I used myself as a guinea pig as well. (laughs) So how did you treat yourself? Like, uh, did you see him getting improvement and you're like, well, maybe I should get in on this or how did that come about? My improvement was, um, 
it just kind of happened on its own as a result of helping my son because the awareness of, of everything as I was bringing it into the family, you know, changing the food and looking at fat differently, understanding what that does for our body and the supplements, that only once I started feeling better did I realize that I wasn't feeling well. You know how you just sometimes go through things, and I actually was just talking to a client earlier today, that when we don't know what feeling good feels like, we've gotten so used to how we feel that we don't know how else to feel. So I'd gotten used to my migraines and taking Imatrix shots. I'd gotten used to my hypoglycemia. I'd gotten used to my IBS because I didn't understand that there was any other way to be and that there was a way to feel better. And so by shifting everything, seriously, if I tell you it seemed like it was overnight, I, I woke up one day and I'm like, hmm, I haven't had a migraine in a while. And wow, you know, I haven't had to take Tums in a while. It was really just like that. And everything just kind of fell away because I was so busy focusing on him and naturally healed myself. Bizarre. Yeah. So is it, was it just um, food or were there other kind of like lifestyle changes that were incorporated or is this really just a food-based type of um, problem? It was both. It was definitely lifestyle and it was food. So for me, um, my body had been giving me signals. We get signals every day. And one of the, one of the big bricks in my face was I woke up one morning and I couldn't move and I actually thought I was paralyzed. And my former husband, I was married at the time, said, well, can you move your fingers and toes? And I said, yeah. He goes, well, then you're not paralyzed. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and my sister ran over and she gave me Valium and I went to the hospital and I spent the whole day taking tests. And there was so much stress in my life that had impeded my nerve and it pinched my whole body. And I was in physical therapy, physical therapy for months. So it was a wake up call of yes. What am I eating? Why am I listening to all these advertisements and believing all these claims? Number one, what supplements should I be taking for my body that are right for me? Number two, and stress, learning how to manage that because I was already exercising. I was really, that was like part of my missing component and adding in for me some spirituality as I was growing and evolving that worked for me. Um, you know, breathing techniques starting to do yoga, starting to pay attention and connecting to my body because I was so disconnected. And then I decided to do a stool test on myself because the ones that the providers provide wasn't deep enough. And I did a whole GI map on myself and it was just like, oh my God, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> What's going on here? We got to clean this up. <laughs> so what is so what did you find like what kind what is what kind of stool test do you do and what does it look for i do a gi map with diagnostic solutions and uh, it's great because they send the stool test directly to my clients and it tests for the you know the h pylori the e. coli a bunch of parasites it tests for yeast infections but it also looks at some autoimmune triggers it looks at inflammation markers like the calprotectin zonulin, which is a protein marker for inflammation and sensitivity to gliadin, and then opportunistic bacteria, because we do have trillions of bacteria. So, and they're the good, bad, and the ugly. Our bodies are usually able to um, bend off those invaders. But um, a great metaphor would be, um, you know, our, our micro 
biome is like the armed forces. It's like the armed services. You know, you just have all these different areas. You've got the army, you've got the Navy, you've got the uh, Marines. And those are the different, um, you know, uh, antibodies. And uh, sorry, I'm like having my own little brain fart here. <laughs> you know, so those are, you know, can be likened to like IgE and IgG and, um, and they protect our body, right? So if there's an invader, they shoot a bullet, but there's always collateral damage. So over time, these opportunistic bacteria, whether it's food, whether it's products we're putting on our skin, products we're using, cleaning products, the air we breathe, everything, stress, our bodies aren't able to repair fast enough. So years go by, maybe, and we don't realize what's happening. And then you start to feel the aches and pains and you feel the IBS and you feel this discomfort and you, you're like, what's going on here? You know, and then you're diagnosed with something. You're like, but I don't understand. I've been taking care of myself, right? <laughs> and you know, the funny, the, well, it's not funny, but the thing is, like, especially in healthcare, one of the things that we love to tell patients is that you have to change your lifestyle, yet we give them absolutely no way to go about doing it in any kind of step wipe. It's like, you're diagnosed with diabetes, well, you need lifestyle changes. And that is such a, like, a huge overwhelming thing. And it, it, that's, to me, what it sounds like you're talking about it's not just food but you're talking about skin care and, and the water you drink and and all these different stressors in your life so do you have any kind of like system or, or in some way that you help like let's say i send you a patient who i said needs lifestyle changes like how would you start with that person like what would be the first thing that you would want to do that is such a great question i'm really glad that you asked that because i think in our society, we're so overwhelmed with all this information, right? And we, we read about all these different diets and different everything. And right, we freeze because we think it's all or nothing. And we try to do everything. And um, when I work with my clients, it's, they fill out an extensive questionnaire and a health intake. And these questions are about their lifestyle and their background and any major illnesses they had when they were a child, any triggers. And then it's about, tell me what your life is like. Tell me what's important in your life. Write it down, you know, because we want to look at all aspects, like in a circle, and what your priorities are. And, you know, as you know, like when you're, especially as women, when we're working and we're busy and we don't have time, we can't do everything. Then to me, it's like, what's the most important thing to you? Let's start there. And for a lot of people, it's, I don't have time to cook. I, I don't have time to cook. I don't know what to eat. And then I end up picking up something. I know it's not good for me. <gasps> I'm a huge person like that. I've changed over the years, but it took a while. <laughs> of course. And me too. It's, it's, and the thing is, so, all right, if that's it, then let's talk about, are you the type of person on a weekend where you can look at your week and maybe do some planning? And if somebody says yes, then we sit, then I'll sit down with them and say, okay, let's see what kind of a menu we can create, how you can be prepared, how you can look at if you're going out to eat. It's like really looking ahead at everything so that you can balance it without the stress of, oh my God, I've got this event coming up and what am I going to do? I'm on a diet. <laughs> you know, for somebody else, it might be, you know what? I really eat really well. I I'm dairy-free, I'm gluten-free, I, I, I eat lots of fat and vegetables and proteins, but my lifestyle is frenetic and I'm stressed. Okay, 
then we look at what's going on. What are some simple ways that we could do it? You know what? Let's bookend your day. Start your day with a breathing exercise and writing down three things that you are thankful for. And the same thing at the end of the day, doing that, because that helps us pause. It helps us breathe. It helps us pay attention and connect to our bodies. And that's the whole thing is, if you can find ways to connect back to you and slow yourself down, even if it's a few minutes, a few times a day, that starts the whole ball rolling and sets things in motion because now you can build on something. Uh, you're actually making me feel very calm right Because <laughs> like I said, when you feel like you have the whole world to take on, and I've actually read things where, you know, there's stuff that's wrong with your water, there's stuff that's wrong with the, the products that you use, and, and it really does shut you down. And it's just kind of like, well, like, I can't do anything about it. So what you're saying, taking things step by step is, you know, and just one thing, like making little changes step by step uh, is really important. Yeah. So how did you come up with all of these steps or all of these things? Like how did you decide what was important to include in, in this? You know, honestly, um, part, you know, it started with my experience and, and my son's experience and, um, and really from my clients, listening to them. And uh, I, there were just so many common denominators that it, it kind of created its own roadmap um, just by listening to my clients and, uh, and, you know, and, and makes my life easier now because I've created these documents so that when I work with them, it's like, you know, here, here's like your getting started guide. Here's how to swap things out. And listen, don't get me wrong. I mean, people who have some serious conditions, you know, we've got to work a little faster and maybe a little you know, let's uh, get rid of things more quickly. But for the average person, it's like start, just pick one place and here's the guide. And, and then, you know, we keep in touch every other week and they have things that they have to uh, fill out. Um, but it's really from listening to everybody because even though we sometimes feel like we're so alone, we are all going through this and we don't realize it because we don't really talk about it. And it's, common you know it's like it shouldn't be unfortunately it is but I think the gift really is just knowing it's okay and not to beat ourselves up and if you can just take that baby step every single day just picking one thing you know like when, when we have when I had my kids it I wasn't rushing them to like go ahead walk walk what why are you taking so long you should be walking by now why aren't you walking <laughs> But you do get that from some people. You're like, whoa, whoa. Well, you're right. Okay. All right. Maybe from some people. But, Maybe not at three months old. But. but, you know, like everything is a process. You have to crawl before you walk and you just have to, like you said, it's so easy to shut down. We're not going to all move to the woods. We're not going to live in a cave. We live in society and we want to live and enjoy life. So the more that we can pay attention and write things down, that's the key. Because once you start writing pen to paper, people are like, what? Pen? Paper? Can I do it on a laptop? I don't care how you do it. <laughs> yeah. And it honestly, it's, I love pen and paper. I have list and list of my list. I need list to keep track of my list. But, uh, um, you know, even just something as simple as, uh, you know, my refrigerator being filled with the right stuff. So now when I come home and I'm hungry and I'm tired and I don't really want to make anything, there's stuff that's already either prepared or, you know, 
I can grill a piece of chicken and it doesn't take long or grill some asparagus and, you know, it's great. Um, and it's not complicated and it prevents me from going to the pizza store next, <laughs> next <laughs> which is what I need, right? And it does. You're right. It makes you feel so much better. Now, you also do, you do one-on-one -on -one coaching and you do what um, I've read is functional diagnostic nutrition. Can yes. you talk a little bit about that and what that means? Yes. Yeah, so it's really looking at how your body's functioning together because over 70% of our immune system starts in our gut and the gut's connected to the brain uh, with the vagus nerve. So that's like the superconductor highway and people don't realize that our gut is our second brain. And so what I'm doing is looking at everything, looking at your symptoms, correlating all of the challenges that you've been having with the results to make to, to see how your body's functioning so that once you start feeling better and we start healing your gut, you're also able to clear your brain and be less anxious and not have that foggy brain so that you can then focus on what's important uh, no matter what, where you are, if you're working, if you business, you're a stay-at-home mom, it doesn't matter. It's then being able to be more calm so that you can uh, not worry as much and be able to just be more aligned with you. And um, that's, that's really what that's about. Um, you know, if you, I just actually have to say one thing when you're saying about stuff in your refrigerator. Something also that when I work with people is put a reminder in your phone. So if you know that you have to uh, drink more water, I always tell people something simple, just put a little reminder on your phone, drink water, right? Or chew your food. Things that can create habits. So that, and again, they're simple. Pick one, you know, start with drinking more water. So then you get used to that, start breathing. <laughs> <laughs> And they're actually surprisingly hard to do because I had a goal to drink like 80 ounces of water and I, I just, uh, I, I need to put that in my phone. <laughs> I think I want to do that after this interview. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, putting that all together and realizing that your gut wants to support you and understanding, the more that we understand this and understand these triggers that can eventually lead to autoimmune conditions, the sooner we can just start taking those steps so that we can lead healthier, longer lives. So how is your son doing at this point? And how well, old is he? Thank you for, thank you for asking. <laughs> He's 23 oh, and wow. he, he does take one medication um, every other week, uh, but this was a kid who was on three different medications because he also had um, acid reflux and he was taking medicated creams because he has eczema, he had allergies. So he's taking a ton of things. Now he takes one medication. Um, he does improv, so that helps to offset his stress and anxiety because he loves it. And he's doing great. He's, he's just, uh, he's working. He loves it. He's, he's, you know, knock on wood, knocking on my head. <laughs> he's, he's doing very well. But it, like anything, it's always a work in progress because he loves to go out. He's 23 years old. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's like the perfect example of like where complementary and alternative, which I, I hate that term because, you know, it just seems like if Western medicine doesn't work, then you, you try these alternative things. But, um, you know, but where they've kind of come together and you've been able to get him off several medications and narrow it down to just one, you know, maybe he does need that support. I, I don't like to negate Western medicine because I agree. It, it's great, but it has its limitations and there's other other things that work just as equally or better 
um, or we should be focusing more on. So yeah, that's great that he's down to one medication. Yeah, and you know, that's so important that you said that because uh, it isn't an either or. And you know, for some people, wonderful if you can, but there are some certainly many instances where, yes, you need what you need, but like you just said, if we can work as a team, and be integrative, and it should be a team because you wanna have support in all areas. Like, how awesome is that if we could all work together in that way? Because it's really about, at the end of the day, it's about the patient. Right, now you have a 30-day um, cleanse. What is that, and is that something that we can all join? Or <laughs> Yeah, so I, I do do a 30-day healthy living program, and for many people, it's a great jump start. Um, it's, it's a strict program, I'm not going to lie, because you have to get rid of a lot of the allergenic, um, you know, soy and dairy and gluten and alcohol and everything, but it's about eating a lot of food and taking certain supplements and drinking shakes, and uh, there's a Facebook group I post every single day. These programs start every first Monday of the month, um, but you have to sign up a couple of weeks beforehand so that you can get everything. Um, and the price changes depending on, um, you know, but you know, somebody can always uh, email me for that information, okay. but it, it's, it's, it's like less than $10 a day. It's a, it's just a great way to get my, my help in a group program, mm -hmm. um, and really learn. Cause I teach and educate. It's all about giving you the tools so that you can pay attention and be your own health advocate. Right. And, and that's something that I really cherish because the last thing, I've got so many things going on. The last thing I want to do is go research everything that there is to know about healthy life. Just tell me what to do. That's what I want. <laughs> and if you can yes. do that, I'm going to join your course. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And, and again, that's also on my website that people can go check that out. I have a video they can watch about it. Uh, yeah. And that's the thing too. There's not, it's not a cookie cutter solution, right? Every, there's different ways for different people. And we have to stop feeling bad that one way doesn't work for us because it worked for our friends. We have to find what works for us. And that's when we're going to be successful. Right. All right, Sharon. Well, is there anything that you want people to take away or, you know, where can we find you? That kind of good stuff. Um, well, the, Good stuff. <laughs> um, well, actually, just like the last takeaway is just breathe and just know that every day is a new day. And if you could just take that time to be thankful and breathe for what you do have, you're on your way. And that's, to me, the biggest gift um, is having that. And then, you know, certainly my website, Sharon Holland with one L.com. I have a free guide break free from cravings, diets, and deprivation. I do a weekly, uh, YouTube Saturday mornings with Sharon, uh, quick tips. And then I, I share information on my, uh, through my email list. So, and if somebody's interested in learning more, they have questions, they want to work with me. I do offer complimentary consultations. So go to my website. <laughs> you can get it. <laughs> You can get it all there. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, Sharon. And I'd, I'll have a link that people can follow to find you. And if they have any questions, absolutely, they can just email you. So yes, thank, thank you so much for being on this podcast episode. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. And uh, I really appreciate it. Thank you.